Yo, I remember Sunday mornings back in 1996 Right in front of the television, mama can't tell me shit Do the dishes, boy, rocket power on, let me skip Nah, never said that, I ain't crazy, let's reminisce Chubby boy trying to figure out life and play his part Voice on TV asking me if I'm afraid of the dark Nah, never was, help me grow into something proper Beating beats, got him screaming out, ah, I'm a real monster I got in the sports late, you never would see me dribble Mama gave birth to a genius, they calling a Didi Pickle I'm in Dexter's lab, trying to check out them death toys After that, chilling with Ralph, making fun of the head boys Pop's not around, I'm learning from Uncle Phil and Bill Cosby I get in the situation, they got me 25 Still awaiting my letter from Hogwarts Yo, this 90s kid is still like a child of some sort Man. Hello and welcome to the Master Mediocrity Podcast. I'm your host, Max Kesslering, and I'm here, as always, with a co-host with the most, Fraser Kesslering. How are you? Good, man. I think people are going to start calling me the big ear infection because that's just my life now. <laughs> you are one with the ear infection. That's you just are the ear who infection. I am. If Dude. you had a wrestling name, what would your wrestling name be? The Leaky Eardrum. <laughs> How's that sound? <laughs> I don't think that'd go over very well. The inflamed inner ear canal. It's kind of a mouthful. Yep, and my, my, my finishing move would just be I'd bop people in the ear. What was it? Coco? Uh, Coco. The butt There's one pu- dude Yeah, who just run into people with his butt. Coco butt. Yeah. That'd be <laughs> me with move. my ear. You just run just in and ram my ear. ear at him. Yeah. Sick. So you still got the ear infection? Dude, I don't think it's going away. I'm on my third round of antibiotics, and I still have pain in my ear. Yeah, I'm so, going to say it's still there. I I get the pleasure of going to see a specialist for 150 bucks. Sweet. That sounds like fun. Yeah, man. It's a fucking blast. So, Frazier's injured, <laughs> but hopefully your favorite NBA players are not injured. We're going to talk about the NBA playoffs going on right now. We're going we're gonna to discuss the... Series that are basically over and the series that are still happening. So we are recording Friday night, 6.42 p.m. East Coast Standard Time. Eastern Standard Time? Yeah. I don't think so, it's called East Coast Standard Time. East Coast Standard Time. East Coast Standard Time. Yeah. E-S. Eastern Standard Time. I get it. It's East Coast Standard Time. All right, get it through your freaking dickhead. Gotcha. You're the mo- okay. you're more East than I am. East Coast Standard Time. I am the most. No, not the most. I'm I'm pretty darn East. You are. You're almost in like international waters or something. Yeah. After <laughs> <laughs> like I'm on a fucking boat or something. I'm not on a boat. I'm just like more East than you. <laughs> Dude, you're on, you're international wise. You can do anything. It's a wild, wild west over there. All right, let's start off with the West Western Conference. The games that have already been done. We'll start with the one eight matchup. The Houston Rockets defeated the Minnesota Timberwolves four one. I would say a way closer series than it should have been. I kind of thought that that was a possibility. It shouldn't be, though. Um, it shouldn't have been. And I know a lot of the games might have ended in what seemed like a blowout, but they were all pretty close. Sure. Um, they, I know they completed the gentleman's sweep, the 4-1. <laughs> the 4-1. Yeah, the 4-1, they just win one at home. Um, but yeah, the, the, the Timberwolves aren't good. And it's kind of... The Rockets are the opposite. Uh, I was listening to a podcast, and they're like, the Rockets are the opposite of the Bad Boy Pistons, where the Bad Boy Pistons would follow you on every shot, and you would just force the rest, be like, well, you can't call all of them, so you have to pick and choose. That's how the Rockets are. The Rockets seek out fouls, and they're like, we're going to get fouled on every play. Like, we're going to try to get fouled on every play. You just have to, like, deal with it. Deal with it, and, like... I don't know, and I think that's kind of what hurt him. James Harden was really weird. He he was kind of non-existent in a lot of the the first quarters of some of these games. Almost especially the first halves. Yeah, the first half, especially what was a game four? I want to say where he had like zero points, and then they just went off in the third quarter. Yeah, is that the fifty-point quarter game? I think so, but I'm not sure. 
non-fact-checking, non-fact-checking yeah. podcast. I watched a lot of the games, but that was probably the least interesting to me, and they were always on late, and those are tough to watch, um, mm-hmm. especially as did- someone who's a fit, like finally a, a member of society, a functioning member of society. I can't stay out that late. I, I, I'm a freaking z- zombie the next day. Dude, the dream is to live on the West Coast purely to watch sports. Yeah. All sports end at like 10. That is really nice. But at the same time, like I like that I don't have to rush home to watch sports. You know, sure. a lot of these days I was able to like go to the gym or do stuff right after work and still be able to catch the basketball games. But yeah, I'm, I'm missing out on pretty much the second half of all of these 1030 games. <laughs> it happens. Yeah. So what do you think? What do you project them in the next round? Um, do you think that they're going to play better or worse? Or do you think this is kind of who they are in the playoffs? Does their p- game style translate to the playoffs? So they'd be playing the Thunder or the Jazz? Yeah. I think they'd be pretty sketchy against the Thunder. Or not against the Thunder, against the Jazz. Mm-hmm. I feel like they'd rather play the Thunder. Because I think they can just outshoot the Thunder. Um I, I kind of been saying it all along that the Rockets might have tough time with these teams that can play really good defense, especially mm-hmm. clean defense. Like Rudy Gobert, he doesn't have to play hard defense. He can kind of just stand there up. and be a tree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and affect shots. He looks kind of like Groot out there. He's just standing yeah. straight up. Yeah, that's weird because I've never heard him say anything besides Rudy too. Rudy, Rudy, Rudy. Yeah. So yeah, that's so I I'm in, I'm in the same boat. I think everyone else in the Western Conference is gonna give the Rockets a hard time because honestly, the Timberwolves just don't have enough firepower. Not at all. They don't have enough guns to really hang with Rockets. No, nah, they don't have enough other defense teams. either. They don't have enough anything. They just are a lack of talent and their talent was not playing well. So Anthony Towns, where were you? Where were you the whole series? I mean, nothing. You're supposed to be the best big man coming up after like Embiid. You got nothing. I mean, uh, he's, he didn't do literally anything. He was non-existent and non-factor. So I think you're coming up against teams with, you know, Utah with Gobert, Oklahoma city with Adams. You've got, Westbrook, you have way more firepower with these two teams that they could play in the next round. So I'd be worried if I was a Rockets fan. They did not look great. They didn't. Um, yeah, I, I just, the only thing I wonder with the Jazz, if they're able to force Gobert off the court. Um, mm-hmm. The Thunder don't really have that option. Their best lineup is probably with Steven Adams in the game. Mm-hmm. So when he's in, Rudy Gobert is going to be in too. And the way that Westbrook attacks the rim and wants to attack the rim, um, it definitely affects his game a lot more than it would potentially the Rockets where they could go small. Um, so we'll see. with, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not sure, but I think it's an interesting series. The Jazz are just way more fun. Yeah, I enjoy watching them much more. But yeah, so what what were your takeaways really from the Rockets Rockets series? Oh, mostly just that they they should have be beating Minnesota by more than they were. Uh, their offense is so slow when Harden holds the ball. They slow down way more when he's handling the ball than when Chris Paul is, which is surprising to me. Um, he's such a heavy isolation player. Uh, their their style is interesting. I don't particularly love it. And I didn't think Minnesota was good at all. I really thought that they weren't going to make the playoffs. I called that they were going to have a slide at the second half with Butler injured. Butler was, you know, Butler was hanging tough. He was playing well, but a lot of those games could have won either way. I mean, this could easily be a series that's still going on. So that's just me. That's the top half of the Western Conference. Let's move to the bottom half with the New Orleans Pelicans. They won 4-0 against Portland. That was a blowout series. Yeah, they they didn't even give him a chance, really. 
Drew Holiday and Anthony Davis just played so well. And playoff Rondo, he was on level four of his Super Saiyan Rondo level chart. <laughs> he's so full of shit. <laughs> dude, he's so weird. <laughs> what a bizarre so thing to say. Oh, dude, I got six more levels. No, Let's yeah, he said he has five levels and he's on like the fourth right one right now. It's like, like what? Let's use the fifth one. We need that one. You're going to need that one. What do you do? What, what level are you at during the regular season? Like a point two, two, three? Like you're <laughs> some weird fraction? You're not at a one. <laughs> no. Dude, remember how bad he was on uh, the... Dallas. Dallas, the Mavericks? On Dallas. Oh, Ooh. my God. Even in the playoffs, they couldn't play him. They took him out. He was so bad. He didn't even play. They're like, we can't have this liability. Yeah. How do you just decide like that? I don't know. It's super weird. Mm-hmm. But they look good. Um, All their Anthony players Davis. played really well. I yes. think that was probably the best matchup New Orleans could have gotten. Uh, I think the Trailblazers were kind of a, a fake three seed almost. Well, one they, game one game separated yeah. them in the in the seventh seed. So, so like, what's the big difference, honestly? Like between those teams. Not a whole lot. And the defensive and offensive mismatches that New Orleans had, I think, were pretty great. Uh, Anthony Davis is playing like he's the best player in the league. I don't know if he is right now. I would say it's still LeBron. But Anthony Davis is probably number two right now. He's playing out of his mind. Same with Drew Holiday. That's probably the best Drew Holiday you can get. So is that enough in the next round? Ah. I'm not honestly sure. I honestly don't think so. I think this is that was the best series that that team will ever play it's the first series that new orleans ever won it's the first series that like anthony davis has ever won basically that's what i'm getting at anthony mm-hmm. davis's first playoff win was that series yeah they played amazing but is that squad enough and will those uh mismatches still carry over into the next round yeah i, I it'd be it's gonna be interesting to see the warriors probably have the best players to defend anthony davis in this in in the western conference potentially in the league really um between draymond uh um draymond and kevin looney i can't believe i'm saying that uh and and durant just being able to throw length at him and a bunch of different looks I think it's going to be tough for him. Um, Drew Holiday could lock up, you know, he could lock up Steph or Clay, but you're not really going to lock up both of them. And it's just it's going to do, it's going to come down to the supporting cast of both these teams, and we're going to see, you know, what Rondo is really like against a team that is elite. You know, the Blazers are good, but there is a the pro- there is a large margin between the 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 Blazers and the Warriors or the Rockets, you know? Yeah, I would say in that Blazers series, there was a lot of problems that the Blazers had from a personnel standpoint. They were playing Zach Collins big minutes in fourth quarters because he was their best option against Anthony Davis. That's a ridiculous mismatch. The best defense... There's no good defender on Rondo in that series. McCollum's not a great defender. Dame's not a great defender. So who who's going to really pressure Rondo and create, you know... Uh, some frantic energy that's really going to discharge the ball from Rondo, make him play fast, make him play at a speed that they he doesn't want. Mm-hmm. So that's why that last series, it was kind of staged to be a blowout, in my opinion. And I'm not sure exactly what we called. I think we both picked New Orleans because they had the better player in the series. Um, but I'm not surprised as to the outcome because the way that they played... Uh, I think had a lot to do with the players that were in the series. So, mm-hmm. do you want to move on to the next next game, next uh, yep. series? Next series. So, yeah, the Golden series State Warriors. Over. Yep, Golden State Warriors. They beat the San Antonio Spurs in a gentleman's sweep, four to one. What were your thoughts on that series as a whole? Again, the Warriors didn't really play up to their potential. I know they're missing Steph, and I don't think people realize how big of a difference Steph makes to that team uh, I say it all the time I think I would rather have KD injured than Steph injured I think Steph affects that team more than Durant 
on the offensive end, on the offensive end, the, the, the team is completely different with Curry in there. Um, I was impressed with Looney, though. I, I His length and athleticism and his smart, smart playmaking um, on the defensive end and the offensive end, honestly, he, he's not a complete liability like I always thought he kind of was. Um, <laughs> he just like has that weird energy where he just looks like he doesn't know what he's doing, but he he played some really good defense. You you can't you can switch him on to he, he can switch you know he can play five through you know two, two. like he's not going to play a point guard but he could go like you know two through five he could he could guard pretty much any of those people relative effectively and that's going to be really big I think in some of these upcoming series. Do you Draymond think he's played get a with a ton- minutes? I think he'll get probably the minutes that he's has been getting. So okay. I think they'll rotate him, David West, and JaVel McGee. I think it's gonna be those three. I don't think we're gonna see what a much squad. Zaza. I know. What a freaking really squad. weird wad. Really it, ugly. Really ugly center rotation from the Warriors. But like, effective. Because sneaky, their their best center is Draymond Green, really. Yeah. Yeah, he played On with defense. a lot of fire. He played with a lot of fire. Draymond uh, played really well. Dra- Draymond played really well, but his shot is off. So broke right now. Broke. I don't know like, what's he up really with it. He should be shooting threes right now. I mean, his first year he came to the league, he couldn't make a shot. Second year, he started shooting way better. He's back to that rookie year where he couldn't shoot or make anything. Is he injured? I. I it's off, off. And he's always yeah. had a problem with a flat shot. He's always had a flat shot. And he always needed to work on getting more arc on his shot. But right now, it almost seems like he can't get it there. Yeah, I'm worried teams are going to start giving him the Tony Allen treatment. Just letting him shoot. Mm-hmm. Um, they already are starting. It, uh, the, yeah. San Antonio did already start doing that. But I mean He's to, a good passer, though. So he's not a complete liability on the offensive end like Tony Allen was. Because he's a good he, shot creator. Playmaker, He's yeah. like a Rondo. But Rondo's shooting better than he is, I'll tell you that much. Rondo's shooting a lot better than he is. Uh, the Warriors, I think they should have beaten the team a little easier, but their offense definitely slows down and struggles without Steph Curry because of the space that he creates. Dre was doing a good job from the ISO, but he was getting his 27 points in the most quiet fashion you've ever seen, ever. I mean, you didn't even realize he was scoring until they looked at the box score at the end of the game. You're like, oh my gosh, he had almost had 30. Mm-hmm. But San Antonio, they just only had one score. So the Warriors could kind of lock down on LaMarcus Aldridge. And that was what was so impressive to me, at least, which gives me some hope for the playoffs if they don't have Steph Curry for a little bit longer, is the length that they could put out there was really pretty interesting. They're running one through five with Andre Godala at the point guard. You know, that's six, seven, and above on every single position. And a lot and, of length. And with your center over seven foot tall. I mean, that's a big lineup. That's a yeah, big it, lineup. Big rangy defensive lineup. So I like it's, that. It's big without sacrificing um, speed or, you know, uh, right. your ability to switch. Like any of those guys can switch on pretty much anyone. Um, yeah, except JaVale. He shouldn't. No, he, he shouldn't. But he, I'm saying. It's yeah. Not horrendous. Now he he's like a step slow. It seems like it takes him a second to process things defensively. That doesn't <laughs> is it his take actual brainer's feet. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. You don't see it as much on the offensive end. I think he knows what he's doing a little more over there. Um, but when it comes to when it comes to uh, to 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 defense, it it almost seems like he's a step slow on certain rotations. Yeah, that'll be the problem with. Uh, playing against Anthony Davis because Anthony Davis is so quick. That dude is really elite quickness at almost seven foot tall. Yeah, he's scary. He's probably the scariest player left in the playoffs right now. No, with the I, way LeBron, he's playing, LeBron. No, is still I know, scariest. I know, I know. But dude, I guess, I guess it's just saying because the, the Cavs have nothing. They have literally nothing besides him. We'll get the to them when we get to yeah, the stu- yeah, with the yeah. ongoing series, but right, right. Anthony Davis is just on some next level shit right now. 
He is. I'm excited to see that. I think that'll be a fun playoffs. It's going to uh, be a fun matchup. series. I like that matchup. I think it's going to be an interesting one to watch, and I'm excited. It shouldn't be boring. It can't be. It can't be. There's too much talent on the court, unless Anthony Davis gets injured or Durant even, gets injured. Even when the Warriors swept them in 2015. That was so um, much fun. It was still a great series because Davis put up 30-something a night with like 15 rebounds and six assists. Like, he was playing out of his mind. So I guess the real question is, who's going to end up playing the crunch time minutes on Anthony Davis? Who's going to take that challenge? Draymond, probably. You think Draymond? Draymond or Durant. It will be one of them, too. It's going to have to be. I think it's going to end up being Draymond. Depends yeah. on how they switch it. The problem with the switches is they're going to need to have guys like Iguodala guarding the point guard. And then him being switched and having to switch on to... Anthony Davis and see how those minutes are played because yeah but a lot of times you can't really scheme for switches like there's only so much scheme you can do you're going to end up getting switched if that's how you're you normally do it the Warriors switch all the time that's how it's going to end up being I think Draymond Green will stay start on him in those fourth quarters but I don't know if he'll play I don't know if those possessions are going to matter as much as when the switches happen that's my, that's what I think, at least. Yeah, but with a, a team who has good defensive uh, fundamentals like the Warriors, they know how to double and switch and rotate really effectively, which is things you don't really see out of teams like, let's say, Milwaukee um, or, you know, the Blazers, really. Like, the Blazers, the, you, the you Cleveland, can't... Cleveland's double has been pretty effective this playoffs to get the ball out of... Uh, Victor Oladipo's hands, which I've been surprised by, but Mm -hmm. I digress. But I think for the most part, like teams like that, they don't, you know, another team that does stuff like like the Rockets, they've been pretty good defensively because of the people you're able to throw at them. But the Wolves, like the Wolves can't double effectively, stuff like that. Mm So um, I'm not as worried because they know how to rotate really well. And when you know how to rotate well as a team and you know you're, you're, your goal or your area that you're supposed to defend, it changes things a little bit. Um, and there's really only one player on the Warriors that can't at least give Davis some, you know, uh, pressure. Just some pressure. Sort of, yeah, yeah, it's it's Curry. Curry. Yeah, none. And Curry's no none, but he's at least a, a smart-ish defender. They'll switch off. So if he gets a post up, they'll bring a double immediately. Or yes, another that's guy. what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. So it'll be fun. Uh, I'm excited to watch it. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so another gentleman sweep. Three gentlemen sweep. sweeps in the first round. Sixers, yeah. Heat. Yeah, let's do the Sixers, Heat. That series was so much fun to watch because the Sixers are just a joy. The Sixers are a joy to watch. The ball movement's awesome. The Euros are killing it on that squad. Ilyasova, Bellinelli jacking up crazy threes, playing really good just team basketball. Ben Simmons is showing that he's arrived. He's one of the... So I I listened to a stat. They're saying that uh, Ben Simmons is one of the top five players in, you know, most possession, like most holding the ball. He has the ball like all the time. He's constantly being asked to play make for his team, and he's able to do it. He's showing up. Uh, Embiid with him back, it brings a whole new wrinkle. There's not a lot of teams that can really effectively defend him. The only way he can effectively get defended is if he lets the other team do it, if he kind of bails them out and starts shooting a lot of jumpers. But if he takes the ball to the basket... And, you know, does some post moves, which he has. He's developing his game, but he has post moves. I don't see a lot of teams in the Eastern Conference and or the Western Conference that are going to do a great job at defending Joel Embiid if he's feeling it. Yeah, if he's feeling it. He is really difficult to defend. Um, really there's, probably, there's probably three players that can defend him. Um, you know, probably yeah. Gobert, Draymond, and... Uh, uh, that might be it. Maybe Capella. Capella. Yeah, I was thinking Capella. My, I, or I was thinking Adams. About throwing him in there. Adams could. If if they yeah. make it to the next round, Adams could. Yeah. But so what I was thinking was this Sixers team really reminds me of 
the Warriors, uh, the year that they beat Denver. the Clippers. Oh, the, the, yeah, they beat Denver. That Yeah, that exactly, the Denver mm-hmm. year. Or when Oklahoma City made it to the finals, or when LeBron took that crappy Cavaliers team to the finals. This is a year before we expected this to happen. This is next year is when we'd assume that he would Ben Simmons would take a leap. Joel Embiid would have another year under his belt. He would be a little healthier this year. Uh, but no, they're the three seed. They look pretty dominant, honestly. They look like the they, odds-on favorite to make it to the finals, and Vegas shows that. Yeah, they look like the best team out of the East, honestly. They were the most impressive. I mean, if you look at the other, the first round, it's Pacers, Cavs, three two. Wizards, Raptors, 3-2, and Boston, 3-3. It's, they're the only team, really, in the in the East that has ex- exerted their dominance on the other team. Yep, and they did. It's the only one. It's the only one. You're not seeing out of any of these other series. So, I mean, I kind of expected that with most of them, but still, it's it's impressive, you know, that the Sixers took care of business and they adjusted to what the heat threw at him. I mean, Spros is no joke. He knows how to adapt and try to take away your best player. And they did that a little bit in game two. And then the Sixers adjusted and they never looked back. Um, I really like that. It was a chippy series. I like that. Ben Simmons didn't back down and bead been didn't back down. And you had a, they, they're, they're up for the challenge. Um, they're about that action too. I they mean, are. they, they, they'll trash talk they have a little bit of an attitude they have an energy they have like a what's it what's it called je ne sais quoi about them (laughs) yeah they have like a way there's a certain way that they walk a presence you know and i think that's Mm -hmm. really important in the playoffs to act like you've been there uh their celebrations after the series did not sound like they've been there before i don't know if you saw their post game uh, celebration, but they let the champagne bottles fly, which was like, dude, yeah. first round, first round playoffs, like this is not a big deal. But regardless, yeah, I don't know. They got Meek on their side now. Dude, hashtag Meek, Meek Mill. Hashtag Meek is free. What are your thoughts on that, dude? Crazy. It, it's, I'm happy he's out, man. He got it's just some bullshit. It's just Do you like, know exactly why it happened. Yeah, it was because he was riding a four wheeler in the streets. In one of his music videos, I'm pretty sure, and it violated his parole. It's like dumb shit like that. And he went to jail for how long? Like two years? No, I think he was in jail for like five or six months. But he got sentenced for longer, I think. I'm not really sure. Yeah. I don't know the whole story, but that's from what I gleamed. I think it was pretty funny that it was Kevin Hart and oh, Ruben, um, the p- mar- partial owner of the of philadelphia they went and just like picked him up on a private helicopter and you see him like holding his pants up like trying to run to the helicopter dude meek uh, has the best post jail photos there's two of them and they're both so funny what are they it's just like him smiling and like skipping or like his like pants are falling it's just like they're very silly He just like seems like a very silly fun person uh, I know oh, on Kevin Hart's Instagram, he was basically just ribbing on him. He was just like, Meek Mill's out. We got him. He's here at the game. And then he's like, Meek Mill got fat. He got fat in jail. You fat boy. <laughs> it was pretty funny. So funny. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Yeah, it was really good. Kevin Hart's hilarious. Yeah. I love that they have like a celebrity influence like they have a celebrity crowd the sixers that shows up to the games yeah 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 it's like the east coast little uzi little uzi's from i'm pretty sure little uzi vert he's a philly guy okay let's say no isn't migos miami or uh migos atlanta atlanta and then what's the guy from no he's also atlanta atlanta's got a freaking atlanta's got squad you're thinking of gucci you're thinking of gucci Ming. No, I'm thinking about the, what's the guy with Gucci. the hair? No, uh, the stupid one. Um, he's got a giant head. It looks like a pineapple. Oh, Lil Yachty? Please. Lil Yachty. That's exactly what I'm thinking of. Thank you. He's also Atlanta guy. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. <laughs> he does look like Yo, a pineapple. Dude. Gucci loves Atlanta so much. He proposed to his his like girlfriend at a Hawks game. Dude, he didn't even like get Gucci. down on one knee. He just like was like, let's, Yo, let's do this. 
That's been like his day one girl, though. They've been together for a minute. I love it. I respect that. Gucci Mane and his wife dress like Pokemon uh, gym leaders. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? How so? Dude, just like it. Type in Gucci Mane Pokemon gym leader. Some shit will pop up. I guarantee it. <laughs> Gucci Mane yep. Pokemon gym leader. Yeah, uh, Google search probably filled that shit out after Gucci Mane. Oh, wow. They don't actually wear that. That's not real. Is that real? I, Is that I'm actually not what looking. they wear? It's like a basically a, a quilt. He wears like a patched quilt fur jacket. And she's basically wearing something that a villainous would wear in a Bond movie. Or no, no, not a Bond movie, like a Austin Powers movie. She looks oh, like I Austin think Powers. I know what you're looking at. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they wore that. That's like the shit that they wear. <laughs> it's kind of sick. I Dude, it's that. amazing. I like Gucci. It's a Gucci's dope look. Burr. Oh, Shout here's a photo Gucci. of here's a photo of them just got engaged. She's wearing a red red fuzzy coat, red hair, giant <laughs> clear frame glasses, and Gucci's wearing an Atlanta Hawks jersey. <laughs> it's pretty tight. I respect and that. in this picture, she's she's eating a red lollipop. Like this is the most Atlanta shit ever. They probably <laughs> went to a strip club after to celebrate. <laughs> Not even joking. Dude, I love episode, Gucci. That's He's so positive. He's, He's so, so positive. positive. He's so Dude. freaking positive. Dude, I wish I was as positive as Gucci Mane. I would never Gucci have Mane. a bad day. He's also <laughs> the can't. king. Of, yo, Gucci Mane has the best sweater game ever. He wear It's just like random knit sweaters with animals on it. They are so fucking cute. He wears them all the time, too. <laughs> Gucci Mane has... He's literally... He's got Gucci like Mon? grandma's... Gucci Mane. Gucci Yeah. Yo, that's the name of this pod, Gucci Mon. Gucci Mon, digital. <laughs> I don't know Yo, where to go with that one. I don't even know, but crazy. If you got some free time, Gucci Mane sweater game. Gucci, Gucci. Um, speaking of day one booze, let's go to the Cavs with Savannah, Savannah James, and the Cleveland Cavaliers, and her boo, LeBron. Uh-huh. LeBron's showing up. It's a 3-2 series. That series is way too tight, but... LeBron's playing his ass off. Put up 44 last game. Uh, basically single-handedly making this a series. If it wasn't for him, I think the Pacers would just be dominating. We they, watched this, probably one of the all-time great LeBron games. Last I don't game. like saying that, but maybe. Why? Dude, he put up 44, 15, and 9 or something and like that. And a game winner, yeah. No, and hit a game winner and had the game-winning goaltend. I mean, that's pretty impressive. <laughs> I snorted. The game-winning goaltend? Dude, it was a huge goaltend. I didn't seem like a goaltend at the moment. I mean, when I was it watching, definitely I was like, oh, did. I also did knew that it was going first? to happen. Yes. Yeah, that he always even happens. Said, they never he call even it. Said, he even said that it was a, uh, a goaltend. <laughs> that never gets called. It gets called way less than it should. It, it happens a lot. Most of the times you think it happens, it did happen. Yeah. When you when you think to yourself, there's no way that you're uh, uh, it's po- humanly possible to block that. It's usually a goaltend. It's usually not humanly possible. Yeah, it's usually not possible. So do you um, think that the, any of the Cavs players will step up and actually just close out this series? No. So do you think the series is going to go seven back in Adla- Indiana, or do you think it's going to get closed out tonight? I think think it will probably get closed out tonight, but it won't be because anyone stepped up. JR was 0 for 7. He played like 32 and scored 0 points. He didn't didn't go to the line once. He was still a positive plus minus somehow. He must have been on the court when LeBron was on. The rest of LeBron's team scored... What is that noise? Oh, shit. (laughs) Some Some video just started playing. I was like, what is going on? Don't do that fucking yahoo or cbs that's rude um yeah his rest of his team scored 54 points and he scored 44 mm-hmm. i mean his team isn't good it's not it's just not good they don't have enough around him um you know some people really played well last game corver played well uh um, the pig, old, probably the second best player on the team right now the pig farmer played well uh, the the Banana Republic model actually did a good job on the glass, but can't shoot right now. Yeah, 
Dude, the Cavs suck. All right, that's too much. They don't suck, but the Cavs just aren't that good. And I feel like I've been saying this since like day one. I since don't believe trade. in them. Even before the trade, I really like didn't believe in them. Mm-hmm. Um, I still, still don't, don't be- believe. In I them. still don't believe in them. I LeBron is unbelievable, unbelievable. But the rest of his team isn't that good, and you can only carry your team for so long. I mean. I think pretty far in the Eastern Conference playoffs, to be honest. I think they can make the finals still. I don't know if they can. The conference finals. I don't think they can beat the 76ers the way that they're playing right now. Not the way they're playing right now. Not the way they're playing right now. I think also Philadelphia has the right type of defenders. If that was to happen in the conference finals, that could actually put up a fight against LeBron. Not saying defend him well, but just do something. Slow him down and force everyone else to play well. So, yeah, the Indiana series, but from Indiana's perspective, if they just had a Victor Oladipo game in these past three, they'd be ahead in this series. He's played horrible. He, yeah, He's he pressing. hasn't played well the past two days, two games. He's been playing really bad. He's pressing. He's trying to attack the double teams. And he's trying to do too much. And he gets hot and cold. He's a hot and cold player. Uh, but right now, he's cold. He's just super cold. Sabonis was playing amazing last game. He was probably their best player on the court, and he's coming off the bench. He plays good defense. He's very quick laterally, and he makes really good decisions when he gets the ball off of the high screen. So I like what Sabonis is giving them off the bench, and I could see more minutes from him. What I heard proposed would be to play him and uh, the what's their big center? No, their big center. Miles uh, Turner? Miles Turner, exactly. Play Miles Turner and Sabonis at the same time. Because uh, they're probably the next two best offensive weapons that Indiana has. Bogdan. But they Bogdan's probably number four, five. You think like so? That. Dude, Bo- Bogdan's been playing really well. He has, but... He had a 30-point game. For him. He had, he, yeah, that was one game. I know, I, but still, it's like yeah. it's not like he's playing poorly. No, he hasn't. But, I'm saying just from like an offense like... Mm-hmm. I want he's him on really the court. He's playing really good defensively, actually. Bogdan's been playing good defense on LeBron. He's That's not h- something fighting. he's been known for. <laughs> no, but he's fighting really hard on every possession. I would commend him for his effort. He's being asked to guard LeBron a lot of times almost one-on-one. You know, he's getting some hedges. He's getting a little help here and there. But a lot of times, he's playing some pretty tough D on LeBron. I've been impressed. Mm-hmm. They need a Victor Oladipo game. He's got to play better. Yeah. Simple and they're that. at home. It's over. Yeah, well, obviously. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Yeah, uh, they, I know they can't play poorly and win. Yeah, they can't. And LeBron's just gonna get his whatever thirty, ten, and ten. The LeBron it's stat insane. line. What's LeBron? It's like a twenty-seven. It's like twenty-seven, eight, seven, and seven. seven. Yeah, yeah, eight and seven, something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's the LeBron. That's we should just put that in the books as the LeBron. Yeah, he's 27, ridiculous. Seven, seven. So you good. can't do this. You can't do this for the whole. the The Cavs have been able to walk through the Eastern Conference every year, pretty much for the last two two years. You know, not this last year. two years, not this year. This year, because next game that they're gonna have to play is uh, they're gonna have to play the uh, is it Milwaukee or Boston? No, no, no. It's the Wizards, the Raptors, right? Yeah, let's get to that series right now. So, okay. what are your thoughts on that series so far? Uh, from my perspective. I think Toronto should really pull this one out tonight, especially with the news that Otto Porter's not going to play. Uh, that's Porter's, huge. That's huge. Because Washington's not deep, and their best players are asked to do a ton. Toronto is known to be deep. Yeah, their best players aren't playing that great, but they're doing okay. And their depth, I think, without Otto Porter could really cause problems for Washington tonight. And we're, tonight's in Washington, though, right? Yeah, yeah. So. Yep. Uh, I know this game's going to be in Washington, and a lot of times that means the role players play better, but I don't think they have enough role players to even play better. Yeah, you have to have a role player for them to play well, and they don't have them. Especially with, like, Otto Porter. I mean, Porter and Oubre, like, those are kind of the role players. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, that's one of the series that I really haven't been interested in at all. 
pretty much. Same. Um, it feels much more like a four or five series, though. Yeah, the quality it does. Of basketball is not super high. No, it's one of those. Both teams are pretty evenly matched as far as talent goes. I still stand by that. Um, yeah, I just like that and the Toronto or in the Timberwolves Rockets. I literally just like haven't. I mean, I've watched them, but I I haven't paid as much attention to them. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have a ton of analysis on them just because I haven't really been watching that much. Yeah, I think we'll I see know. more in the next round. Honestly, I think. Whoever makes it out, it's going to be a pretty similar matchup to Cleveland. I, I'm going to say Cleveland's going to make it out. Let's just go under that assumption for now. They have LeBron James. I'm willing to go on a limb and say they're going to win one of the next two games, either in Indiana or at home. Uh, I think Toronto could cause some problems from a size standpoint. They have a lot of good big men, and the Cavs like to play small. So guys like, I don't know, uh, Jonas Valanciunas could actually make a big difference in the post. Um, if Kyle Surge. Lowry and Sir, yep, if Kyle Lowry starts to pick it up, uh, I could see it happening. He's had games where he's played well, so we'll see. I think it's more next series will tell us a lot more about these teams than the one that they're playing right now. Yeah, I don't think they're I think the wizard. I don't think the Wizards are very good. I think the Raptors would probably pull it out tonight. Um, and I think that they would give the the Cavs more trouble. Um, yeah, I don't. Think just from a defensive game. and yeah. scoring point, I know that the Cavs have waxed their ass before. Um, in the beginning of this, I remember it was like towards the end of the year. Raptors cooled down pretty. They they cooled down, but they're playing the Cavs. They're playing them pretty well, and. Uh, they were up by like 25 or 27 or something. Like they're up a ton. And then the Cavs came all the way back and the, the final score was 137 to like 120, 132, mm-hmm. something like that. And and the Cavs won. Um, that was crazy. It was Fun crazy. Game. Not a lot of defense playing played. No, 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 no. I still think the Raptors, if they have their head on straight, can give the Cavs uh, fits. I would assume so. So do you want to talk about the last series in the Eastern Conference that's still going on, or do you want to get the 3-2 series out of the way? Do the, we'll do we'll do we'll do 3-3. Okay. Because I'm we'll more interested I'm more interested in the other series. Okay. Yeah, because I think it's you think it's inconsequential to who wins. It yeah, because really matter. Yeah, no, it doesn't matter, I don't think. All right, we'll talk about the. This is a series that you've probably watched the most of. You've been at two of the games. This I series. have been. Uh, the Boston Celtics are tied up right now with Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. Game seven in Boston. First question: Will you be there? I will not because these tickets will be probably triple what I paid last time. Never mind. Um, I did not pay that much to go to the last game. I I texted my friend Alex. I was like, "Yo, what are you doing for the game tonight?" And he goes, nothing. I was I was like, I wonder what the ticket prices would be. I was like, huh, let me go look. And <laughs> we were able to find some for like 60 bucks. That's worth it's, it. Dude, $60 for, you know, game five? Why not? Um, live sports, man. Live sports. Dude, live sports. And what I really took away from that game is Drew Bledsoe is washed. Drew Bledsoe's washed? Drew Bledsoe is washed. He can't play quarterback anymore. He cannot. Now Tom Eric Bledsoe, way better. Eric Bledsoe, he's not good anymore. No, you don't think so? I don't know. I he has some talent. He has the physical ability, but he doesn't want to. He dies on screens. He's he he makes up these like weird defensive things where he, he just doesn't want to put in the effort. You know, instead of doubling or you know switching on, he'll just tell someone to do what he wants to do it's like hey, do the when you're in a, for me yeah do it's like thing. you're in a you you're you have a group project with someone and they're just like hey can you do blah 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 and i'll do this and what they pick is like the only easy thing and you have like all the hardest shit to do that's what he does on defense <laughs> it's not a great leader the only much. way they win is if Giannis loses his damn mind which because he did jo- in the last game joe prunty is complete joe prunty looks like a bad defense attorney he looks like a bad public defender. 
He look if I saw Joe if I got caught up in some shit and I couldn't afford like a real lawyer and I saw Joe Prunty's ass coming towards me to defend me, I'd be like, yo, whatever the plea is, just take it because you're gonna get my ass locked up for like fifteen years. <laughs> It'll be worse. It'll be the exact opposite. Dude, he looks like a lawyer in breaking bad. <laughs> All I could think of when I was looking, I was like, is this guy a character in uh what's the Sal? Saul? Better call Saul. Better call Saul. Yeah, is he a freaking Better Call Saul character? So we- I, I I don't know. He's not good. He's he's still he continues to not be a good coach. Right, I would agree with that. I think the biggest thing I took away from last game was it was in Milwaukee and bench players and you know all the other players play better in those games at home. All your role players play better at home, so. Guys like Brogdon showed up, Middleton showed up, uh, Jabari Parker showed up. I think he they showed got a, up. They got a great game out of a lot of their auxiliary players besides Giannis as well, and that's why they pulled it out. There's a lot of chances for Boston to you know push ahead and start winning that game. They were ahead a, a good amount in the first quarter. Um, I think at I, home in Boston, if the two if the J team shows up, Jalen and Jason then I think that they could pull it out. I'm pulling for it because I want to watch a game. <laughs> I want them to have a game in Boston oh, yeah. when I'm there. So I'm hoping Boston wins, and I hope I can go see a game. Yeah, we'll, 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 that will happen. That'll happen? That will happen. I'm calling they it right know. now. Celtics win, by, Celtics win by three. I think they're big listeners of the Master of Mediocrity. I know Scal is. Oh, he is? <laughs> yeah. Scalabrini. When I took Mamba. the photo with him, he said, dude, big fan of the Mediocrity Pod. Keep it up. I said, the thanks, White man. Mamba. White Shout Mamba. Out. I told to my model my game after him. <laughs> not a bad person to comp to. That's actually not a bad <laughs> comp for you. It's really not. It's really not <laughs> it's a bad really... comp for me. <laughs> no, it's pretty a uh, pretty good game to yeah. uh, get myself you, to. Who else would be your comp? Who would be your NBA comp besides Scale? Um, I'm kind of, I'm kind of like a clay. I just don't dribble, hit a lot of threes. <laughs> Decent passer. Passing's uh, more secondary. Yeah. I, well, I, I get a lot of rebounds. I, I'm a hell of a, bo- dude, I'm a, I, I'm a box out fiend. Okay. I freaking okay. box out some big boys. You've seen you me in the post, man. Boxing out the I'm, big boys. I've been dude, told by the big guys. I asked them. They said, Frazier's not here. I can eat. Oh, really? No, but. <laughs> dude, For I wouldn't be surprised, though, because I'm that dominant in the post. When it comes okay. to boxing out, dude, I might let you get one rebound, and that's all you're getting. The rest are mine. I will not give an offensive board up. I don't know what play. I'm like a whoever that is. I'm them. You're the box out king. I'm the freaking box. Well, the thing in pickup is no one's ready for it. And then all of a sudden they just get my ass right on them. And they're like, oh, shit, right this is for real. Like, oh. They're like, oh, shit, no, he's boxing out. <laughs> I thought I, I could just get the rebound. Nope. I thought I could just walk and get the rebound. Nah, you're getting a freaking thick ass right in your kneecap. And then I'm, I'm putting them arms out and I'm locking it. You can try to swim move, but, dude, I, I, I hold them tree trunk arms out you just not getting by i think another comp would be joe angles pretty similar i'm joe yes i'm a definitely a joe angles type sneaky good defender sneaky good defender always make the right pass can get hot from three that's me joe angles joe angles our boy let's move to that series last series in the western conference that's still going on utah versus okc probably one of the most fun series of the first round yes super chippy Dude, I Super love Joe chippy. Ingles. Joe Ingles is just about that action. I love him. He's awesome. Playoff P can suck a fat one. I hate Playoff P. I hate <laughs> you can't give yourself a nickname like that. You've literally haven't done anything in the playoffs since 2011, you know? Like you haven't even been here. When Roy you've never hit in your Oz. Dude, you've never even hit a big shot. Like you are literally nothing. He probably has. No, he really has it. He is not known for being clutch. That's what makes those Gatorade commercials so funny because he's not a clutch player. He wants to be clutch, but he is not. The he just isn't. 
I was just thinking the the biggest problem though that I have with like you can't give yourself a nickname. Nah, you can't. Nicknames are you, not given, or are not ta- are not taken. They're given. Someone yeah. gives you the nickname. You well, don't the take thing a nickname. is, you aren't supposed to like your nickname either. <laughs> you're not. You're supposed no. You're supposed to hate it, and then you hear it enough that you just get used to it, and then that's your new nickname. <laughs> like freight train. Freight train. I hated it, and now I think it's hilarious. Or like you with Paxi. Like Paxi, <laughs> you hated Paxi. You hated it, but now that's just what I call you. It's okay, but that's it's, what I'm saying. Yeah, like not bad. you yeah, just KD the Slim Raper. He is the Slim Raper. Yeah, it's the best nickname. I don't think Rudy Gobert likes to be called the Stifle Tower, but it's hilarious, and that's what he's called now. Like that's just how it works. Do you think that Charles Barkley like being called the Round Mound of Rebound? Probably not. Definitely not. But again, it doesn't matter because that's just how <laughs> nicknames work. It, I don't make the rules. That's just like, look it up. That's a nickname, Law 101. It's just like simpleton shit. Simpleton shit. So who do you think out of this series is going to make it out, though? Who do you think is going to make it out of this round? It's probably going to be the Thunder. I don't want it to be. You do? You think the Thunder are going to pull off the next two games? I don't know. I don't want them to. This next game's in Utah, so I think that's a big advantage. I think that will help. I love watching them play. We need a big Donovan Mitchell game, though. We need an effective Donovan Mitchell game. He hasn't been super effective. He's been good. He's been good. I, I, I know. Not say I he know. He hasn't showed up though. He showed up. It's not that. No, no. He showed up, but we need. He missed some big shots down the stretch last game. Mm-hmm. That could have put it away. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I. They're a lot of fun to watch, though. Big fan of Rudy Tootie Gobert. Um, <laughs> Rudy Tootie, that's a thing. Rudy Tootie, that's that's what I call him. It hasn't caught on yet. I like Rudy Gobert a lot. I really like um, what's his name? He's like my new favorite, Rick Rubio. He's one of my new faves. I always like Rick Ricky Rube. Rubio. Rick Rubio with his freaking high pony, his his Selena Gomez high pony. <laughs> he just has to have hair down to like his Oz. Ariana Grande high ponytail. Yeah, Ariana She's the OG. Grande. She's the OG high pony. Shout out to oh, yeah. E News br- rundown. Love that shit. So funny. She's great. The girl who's dating Winston. Yeah. Hot take. Everyone needs to go watch the new season that's on Netflix of New Girl. So good. Winston's oh yeah, it's pretty killing. Good. Winston's killing it this season. He's I'll, my favorite so far. I'll do you one better. Go watch season seven on a Hulu. Wait, it's on Hulu. Season seven. Yeah, season seven's on Hulu. Dude, my mind has been blown. Yeah. Right, guys, we got to hurry up and wrap up this podcast. We got to wrap this up. I, I got to go watch some freaking new girl. So right. good. Do you want to get taking, a quick... All right, I'm go just going to say, just Utah, I'm going to take them. Honestly, I think in Utah, I think if they have two games, I don't expect another slip up, really. I think yeah. they don't have a ton on offense, but I think they're going to pull it out. That's That's my opinion going forward, so... We'll see. I just don't know if Westbrook can lose his mind again. Like, dude, okay, that's what I wanted to talk about though. Freaking Westbrook's, he pisses he, me off. He is oh, literally yeah. headhunting at the end of these games like a pissy little whiner. It's so annoying. It's so unsportsmanlike. And I'm not one of those people that's like, oh, you have to, you know, be a great role model. But people are watching these games. This has to be hurting his branding. It really should be hurting his public image. What he's doing at the end of these games is literally attempting to injure other players. And I think it, other players in the league are taking notice. It's ridiculous. And it really pisses me off. I never mess with Westbrook. I never really cared for him. I still don't like him. He has a um, horrendous I hope he attitude. Loses. I think he's, he's a so, dick. He's yeah. a dick. You you don't... the. NBA is a fraternity, and you have mutual respect between players for the most part. But I don't think there's a lot of players that like what Russell Westbrook as a human. He seems it, it, the way that he acts is like a child. He's a damn child. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It, uh, you know, I know I'm being that guy who's getting heated about someone and something that I'm never gonna see in person. But like, it really upsets me as to what he does in on the basketball court i think it's it's rude uh i think it's wrong from a star player to do and i i really hope that there's an actual effect from what he done has done is he gets fined for what he's doing at the end of these games or 
He's Paul lucky George he didn't leaves. get suspended. He should legitimately have gotten suspended after game four. Game after four, leaving the bench? Oh, yeah, after leaving the bench, first off. You can't do that. That's illegal. Uh, what's his face? A uh, few years back, Phoenix Suns, uh, Steve Nash got suspended mm-hmm. a game for leaving the bench. They had multiple players get suspended. No, it was Amari Stoudemire got Amari suspended. Amari Stoudemire, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because for Steve le- Nash got knocked over. He got crushed. Uh, it's yeah. ridiculous that he didn't get suspended in the first place. But he should have gotten a double technical and got kicked out of that game for what he was doing. Flagrant fouls all over the place. He's throwing people to the ground. Yeah. Uh, I don't care for that. I don't. I, it's rude. It's it's yeah. messed up, man. All Brutal. right. We'll stop talking about the playoffs. For sure. Do you want to give a quick hit on uh, the NFL draft real quick? Just how you felt about the number one pick and how you felt about how the Raiders did. Okay, so let's talk about the number one pick first. If they think Baker Mayfield's their guy, then I'm okay with it. Personally, it worries me from a standpoint that he's a small quarterback with small hands. He's not the most athletic. I think a comp to Johnny Manziel's pretty good. I don't care about the off-court stuff, off-field stuff. That's I don't. Fine. I don't know if that's. That. I don't know if that's fair. Um, I just definitely people are comparing to Breeze or Russell Westbrook and or not Russell, Russell Wilson, Wilson. and yeah, I don't see that. that at all. He's definitely closer to Manziel than either one of those two, but I don't think he's that close to Manziel. Yeah. So from the Browns, I don't love what they did because I'd rather have a guy that is uh, in the in the NFL draft. I'm always concerned when experts are saying, "Huh, that's an interesting pick." I never want to hear interesting pick. In the NFL draft, I want to hear while wow, they got a steal. And I, I know it's kind of hive mind mentality, but I think a lot of times it's right. Like when the Raiders picked Khalil Mack, everyone's like, oh, they got a great pick at that draft spot. Uh, I'd say rarely when everyone is consensusly on a player like a Nick Chubb or um, Raekwon Smith, Ra- Radon Ray Smith, Raekwon, yeah. Ray- Raekwon Smith. Rakim Smith. Uh, I don't remember. <laughs> I, yeah. I know you're right. Uh, from he was he was widely respected as one of the most can't miss players in the draft. And when I'm the Cleveland, I want a player like that. So I'd take him at four. So I don't know if I necessarily love what they did all the rest of the draft, but that's what listening. I'm thinking. I was listening to GM Street, and they were talking. Would you trade Jimmy Garoppolo right now? Okay, before the draft, would you have traded Jeremy Garoppolo for the one and four pick in this upcoming draft? No. You don't think so? No. You wouldn't? No, I think the reason why they... I think Jimmy Garoppolo might be a top 10 quarterback. Okay, no. For Who says no? The The 49ers or the Browns? Who says no? For Oh, right. I would say the 49ers say no. I'd say it's really? not enough for Jimmy Garoppolo. They paid him all that money for a reason. Oh, well, I don't know enough yet. You, I, I know, but you're. T- I know, but you're, you're. I know. So, so I'm offering. I'm the Browns right now, and I say you can have the one and the four pick for for Jimmy. Like, and I think I, the hardest thing to, thing to do in the NFL is get a quarterback that could be a franchise guy. And I think what Jimmy Garoppolo has shown so far already in the NFL is that he has a shot at doing it. Uh huh. But so, I'm saying with those two picks, you have the potential of getting one of those franchise guys. Yeah, right. That's potential. That okay. I think well, they Jimmy have, Garoppolo has last, six games. I think that's more of a all right. I, a year are, ago, okay, we'll go back. We'll go back because okay. you're not helping my argument. The yeah. Patriots. Yeah. Right. You're, the Patriots yes, and the Browns are talking. Yes. Yes. Okay. Now, would the Patriots would they do uh, Baker Mayfield? And Denzel Ward for Jimmy Garoppolo. Would you do that trade? No. Okay, exactly. That should tell you everything you need to know about those two picks. That's what I was getting at. That's what I was trying to get at. The the theoretical picks were better than what they got. I definitely think that. From a trade perspective. I I thought it was... Who you pick up to be worth more than the theoretical pick itself. Yes. I do not understand that completely i think denver is praying to freaking whoever that they got chubb Mm -hmm. chubb and von miller are literally gonna turn 
every QB in the AFC West into a crepe. They are going to smush them. It's going to be thinner than a pancake. It will literally be a, a freaking crepe. That's what they're going to crush every one of those quarterbacks into. Little, little pancakes. You, you can't shift. You can't slide protection to cover one of them because either one of them is just going to eat your lunch. Um, I didn't really care for what the Browns did. I don't know that much about college football. Um, I just didn't really like it. I feel like that's a kind of a high spot for a cornerback, especially when there is three, potentially four really good cornerbacks taken in the first round Mm -hmm. was secondary people, including, you know, safeties and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, how do you, how did you feel about the Raiders pick? I know they traded down. Yeah, they traded down, which I liked, and I liked what they got with that. They got Martavis Bryant for a third rounder, which I don't mind at all. I think Martavis Bryant is worth a third round pick. He's mm-hmm. el- he can be elite, especially speed wise. But with their pick, I don't love what, who they got. Um, I know I'm just following what people are saying. I think a right tackle is important, but I really liked some of the players that they could have gotten with that tenth pick. I think they could have gotten yeah. some more proven corners. Um, I think they could have used some more uh, proven guys to bolster their defense. This guy is kind of a project. He's a project tackle. He could be their right guard or, or right tackle or left tackle. Uh, maybe for Donald Penn, if his injury doesn't, you know, if his injury is a real problem with his foot. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see. I think he's more of a project than he is a proven commodity. And I don't love that in my first round pick. I'd rather have a player that, uh, you know, Unfortunately, Radon, Raekwon, Rakim hmm. Smith. Yeah, he got picked you. two picks before. So that's who that's I think they really they could use a linebacker. I think they really needed a linebacker um, with that spot or or a corner. So I don't love what they did, but we'll see. It's we'll, we'll see. What about you? What about the pack? Let's hit the pack real fast. I really liked it. Um, I wanted to get one of those. I wanted either Marcus Davenport or one of the top corners. And the Saints traded a first-round pick. I, I think it was a first, a fifth, and something. I don't know. But basically, the Packers got a, a first-round first pick, which is huge. Um, I really like that. And I was nervous about them picking, uh, what was it, 27th? Mm-hmm. I was nervous about that. But then they were able to climb back up to 18 i believe and get the player that they really wanted all along so they were willing to take alexander at uh, the uh juan alexander out of louisville they're willing to take him at 14 so they were able to drop back and essentially get an extra first rounder for that and only lose a third rounder not bad. Totally worth it. Not bad at all. I would say 100% worth it. I don't think they gave up a lot to move up as much as they moved up. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think they did a great job. And if you look at the trade value machine thing to, to show you how much each pick is worth, um, even if the Saints win the Super Bowl next year and the war, and the, the Packers have the, uh, the 32nd pick, they still made out like bandits. Um so yeah, I, I I'm really a big fan of what they did. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Well, the biggest thing for me is just that the NFL draft is kind of a crapshoot. We never know until yep. the guys I mean, actually get yeah. on the field. So we'll see. I'm excited. We'll maybe talk some more. Uh, some more about that. Uh, maybe we'll do a little up. bonus episode or something. We'll mm-hmm. see. Talk about the NFL draft. Maybe we'll do an NFL and an NBA pod. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. And where do you get all your uh, NFL gear from? I get him from MrBallCaps.com, the best in vintage sporting apparel. And if you, you go all, to if you go to checkout, always use the code TMOM at checkout. You get what? 15% all caps, off? baby. All caps, 15% off on a great selection of all vintage wear. We got tons of Bills stuff, tons of NFL, NBA, baseball. Um, it's all up there. Just check it out. Use T-Mom at checkout for 15% off. That's MrBallCaps.com. And everyone, please go to our Instagram, The Master of Mediocrity. Let's go to our Twitter, which is on fire. Freighter's on fire on Twitter. I have. I've been tweeting a lot. Go to our uh, Facebook page. I've been posting mad videos on there. Ben Simmons getting smacked upside the neck. You guys got to go on there. We got discussions. We've got 
everything you need, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, get on there. Don't forget, download, rate, and subscribe, Masters of Mediocrity Pod. Um, I just want to say I had maybe one of my favorite tweets ever that I tweeted the other day. It was, uh, I want to open up a furniture store called the Ottoman Empire and only sell Ottomans. I think that is... I was thinking about it during work, and I'm like, you where the fuck did that come only, from? You don't need to say only selling Ottomans. We get the joke. Stop it there. But no, I have to. I had to explain. I'm only going to sell Ottomans. No, because you could think it's a furniture store, and just like they also sell Ottomans, but I only want to sell Ottomans. So proud of you. That's a great Thanks. tweet. That's I'm going to lose so much money. quality content that you get Hey man, on our Twitter. Go to our Twitter, man. The Master Mediocrity. It's pretty good. All right. For everyone, have a good night. Peace out. Peace out.